Hey everybody, it is your host of the most that doesn't like to boast. I am Art Reese, the host of the Artcade, and I found this old podcast that my brother and I used to do. It was called the Super Reese Brothers Super Show, and Michael, my brother, and I would either talk about movies or video games or basically whatever it would be. I found this and thought, you know what, I'm going to post it up on my feed just to have an extra episode, and there might be somebody out there that might enjoy it. Thank you. I hope you enjoy Hey, Internet, it's the Super Reese Brothers Super Show. Welcome, everyone, to the newest episode of the Super Reese Brothers Super Show. This is your host with the most that doesn't like to boast. The tower of power, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, too hot to handle, too cold to hold, and some might say a little bit too bold. I am Art Reese. Today, I am joined by the undisputed baddest man on the planet, the beast that lives in the southeast, the miraculous marvel of manhood, the man they call Michael. Michael? How are you doing, brother? A lot better now. Here you go. I took more than 30 seconds. Yeah, I did. I timed it out to 30. It's a little bit longer. That's what she said. Yep. So we are back again with the Super Reese Brothers Super Show. I hope you missed us as much as we missed you. Michael, what are we discussing today? Dare I say, top five in everybody's favorite movie Except list. I hate this movie. Well, you know. But let's talk about, in case they don't know who we are somehow, and also, by the way... We ain't got much time to waste. Let's make with the haste. Michael, what is your favorite movie of all time? Just to give people some kind of retrospective of where you are. White Men Can't Jump. Of course it is. All right. It is the story. <laughs> I think they know what the story of White Men Can't Jump is. Is that after he left Cheers? Uh, yeah, he got fired from Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Met Rosie Mendez. Yeah. I don't guess her name, but... <laughs> Rosie Perez. <laughs> yeah, it's Rosie Perez. <laughs> <laughs> and they decided to go, uh, well, he actually went to college, which, yeah. if you saw his character in Cheers, nothing <laughs> no. like a college guy. No. And then, um, some about throwing games, and then <laughs> goes to Venice Beach. And then they robbed a money train. That was after. Yeah. That's still in the timeline, though. Yeah. Because that's how that works. Um, my favorite movie, everyone, is Big Trouble Little China, which I would say is a superior action, uh, martial arts action movie. And White Man Can't Jump? <laughs> yes. Specifically, yes. Um, it's a fucking fantastic movie. And I guess we're just going to get cursing out. Okay. It's a fantastic movie. Uh, Bleep it out. Do it live. Uh, it's a fantastic movie based upon a, I'm sure, true story of uh, Kurt Russell um, going to San Francisco. Well, it's like any true story. They kind of just fell on things to make it more fantastical. Yeah, spread around a little bit. Yeah. And uh, Like nobody rides in a bus in China? Yeah. I like the fact that Kurt Russell in that movie, which is the best movie, is actually, he's, you think he's the hero of the movie? The dick. But he's a dick, but he's also, he's basically the sidekick. Like, he doesn't really do a whole lot that isn't immediately trumped up by the, the other guy. Well, that takes like half the movie. And he does kill the villain by throwing a knife at him after whoa, catching it. Whoa. After catching it in midair and throwing it back <laughs> and hitting him in the middle of the forehead and then making him explode. You know what I think Kurt Russell found in that? Huh. Big Trouble in China. Yeah, you know what he found in that? Oh. The glow. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that was in that movie. You're waving your arms, much like Bruce Lee, right? So we're going to talk about uh, the Last Dragon, 
we're trying to make these episodes around 30 minutes, so let's burn through some uh, quick stuff. The Last Dragon came out on March 22nd in 1985. Are you sure? May... Yes, <laughs> reading it right now. You're wrong earlier. I was wrong earlier. I thought it was 84. But March 22nd, 1985. It uh, came out in the U.S. Really? Yeah, no, that's on there. I thought Is that it was one of those, like, four movies that come out a year in China? No. It's, uh... Damn. Yeah, I wish. It... The budget was $10 million, and I've read anywhere between eight <laughs> grossing. Yeah, the budget was $10 million, believe it or not. Oh, no, that's not what the I part I'm laughing at. The, uh, grow, the uh, box office is anywhere from 25 to $33 million, depending on where you read it and what it is. Depending on who you ask. Depending who you ask. That's that, Barry Gordon. Honestly, that is pretty awesome. If you put that in perspective, Big Trouble China did not make its money back. No. Which it makes me super sad, because that's often tangent. Uh, it's part of the trilogy of the... Uh, Escape from New York and The Thing, the thing and <laughs> Trouble of China, and I don't think any of them actually made their money. Do you mean, like, storyline trilogy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you thought, you know what, I'm done working at this base uh, in Antarctica? It's backwards. It's, backwards. Oh. it's, it's if you go it's by like the Star timeline, <laughs> it starts off with Kurt Russell as Snake Plissken, and then he goes to Antarctica, and then becomes yeah, so a trucker same. in San Francisco. Yeah. So he says, okay, I don't want to be an assassin or whatever he is. And yeah. <laughs> I can see now out of this eye. So we take the eye patch off. I'm a scientist that pours vodka in a cheating computer. Yeah, well, because it's, it's a bitch, if I remember correctly. But enough about Big Trouble in China. Um, so, Michael, tell me a little bit about Big Trouble in Little China. Set in New York City. Uh, just reading on Wikipedia. <laughs> All right, it's about Leroy Green, also known as Bruce Leroy. Say it, say it right, Leroy. Exactly. I don't have penis. So, <laughs> as he talks about the audio waves off the computer. So, why is he called Bruce Leroy by most people, if you had to describe it? Describe it like you're describing it to a child. Okay. He is really good at kung fu. Uh, what's his favorite pastime, you would say? Bruce Leroy. Kung fu. Besides that. Kung fu movies. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> combine the two. Combine the two. And I think... I don't remember if it was the opening of the movie, but he's sitting in a movie theater. No, it's, they have the little montage showing how badass he is. You mean where he gets arrow shot at him and he like deflects them out of the air with his yeah. hands? One shot. Yeah, it took two hours. No, I mean, he, the, the <laughs> one arrow they showed was one shot. Yeah. But the uh, I read that they actually took two hours to film that scene and they did it live, more or less. Like, they actually did more or less shoot arrows at him, and then he had to get him out of his turn. But he did study martial arts. It wasn't like I some mean, of the other people. In all fairness, I've studied martial arts. Have you? Oh, yeah, you are a white belt. I forgot about that. <laughs> Two classes. <laughs> Two classes, white belt. And I've seen enough Jackie Chan films. Yeah, totally. That's all it takes, right? Yeah. Um, so his favorite pastime to tell you is martial arts, right? And, so and martial arts movies. And martial arts movies. The movie begins with him deflecting arrows and yeah. shit, right? And then, where does he go from there? And get back to the plot. <laughs> I head back by accident. Okay. Um, before sitting down in the movie theater, yeah. he's talking to his master, which I honestly don't know whose name is. Yep. Because he doesn't say. <laughs> um, he is embarked to find my favorite character in the movie. Well, that would be. Master some dumb guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> to help him unlock the glow. <laughs> it is the inner... She 
It's like a cheat code, I guess. Yeah. You what? Do you know what it does exactly? Because um, I'm still kind of. It keeps you from drowning. Spoilers. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, it gives you more or less like Power Ranger effect powers, where if you hit something, fucking sparks shoot yeah. off of you, and it's like Batman minus the pow. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's the wham. You're button. welcome. Yes. Um, but basically, that's what the glow does. Is it effect? It, vis- it visibly is a glow. It's different colors. I think his is yellow. And then the villains is red. I've, but when they punch each other, I swear to God, it's Power yeah. Rangers, like, hit with a dragon. It's like when you hit a putty. Yeah, it just explodes. I feel Mother most their budget one, too. Putty? Yes. <laughs> okay. That and uh, Vanity is in the movie. I don't know if you've ever heard the song Nasty Girl. Yeah. I think she sang that. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> Chock full of facts here. Okay. So, but. All right. Hypothetically, he's at a movie theater. Yeah, and then the uh, the best character in the movie. Also, he's what he is obsessed with Bruce Lee movie. Which we said we keep going. Time. We're going no, but I'm going back to this for a reason because I was watching clips of this after I watched the movie. And he eats popcorn, the chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Wears the Raiden hat mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. Big Trouble Little China actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't I, know I didn't that. think about that. Yeah, because the movie came out before Big Trouble. Because I think Big Trouble in China was '86. This came Probably out in '85. <laughs> from what I've heard, it's filmed in '84, so it definitely beat that. So this took a, a long time to film. But the <laughs> forty-four days. Something this could take a weekend. It actually took forty-four days. <laughs> fun which, fact. But it took a, almost a year to get released. Yeah. Fun, fun fact. Uh, uh-huh. Braveheart took forty-two days to film. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> So therefore, this is better because it took two days longer to film. Longer, longer time to craft it. Yep. So the villain of the movie. Eh, it depends who you ask. <laughs> Not this guy. <laughs> no. I um, think. Yeah. Don't. Even, don't no. Even, yeah. Show enough. How do you say it? Because it's not right. Who's the baddest? Yeah. Show enough. He, Who's I, the meanest? Show enough. I don't remember the third one. Yeah. Show enough. Show enough is possibly one of the best films in history yeah because he's like not wrong he's up there with uh hans gruber hans gruber lopan <laughs> shooter mcgavin shooter mcgavin hell of a class he's in the mount rushmore movie villains is uh shooter mcgavin mm-hmm. hans gruber lopan you don't know if you can name more people by all means <laughs> yeah that's you're right um I, could, I was trying to think of like a hero in a movie that is actually a villain has villain tendencies. Nope. Uh, I'll figure it out. Yeah, but anyway, so he is. They portray him as a bully in the movie. Like, he's just going around messing with people, basically, mm-hmm. and just asking who's the baddest and being the See, Shogun of Harlem. Here's which, the thing. And that was the thing. He just doesn't ask, mm-hmm. he backs it up. Yes. Yeah, uh, he attacks a guy in a the movie theater, he's slamming his head onto the uh, stage over mm-hmm. and over and over again. <laughs> Pulling his hair out, throwing it away, and then when he steps up on the stage, onto the guy's neck, you can hear a very, very loud crack, and then this man is dead. I feel like I there's a point in the movie in the theater where some guy goes to kick him, and yeah. he just breaks his kneecap. Yeah, that happened. And people were jumping onto the stage, trying to attack him and everything, and he just fights him off, which is, is pretty interesting, because sure enough, uh, before the movie... Did not know any kung fu whatsoever or any martial arts. See? They hired an actor who knew nothing of the the technique or anything he was supposed to learn, and trained him real fast. Maybe he took one of those limitless pills. Yeah. And yeah. 
Um, or just learned hip hop keto really fast. Ooh, yeah. Maybe he started hip hop keto. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, maybe Zach. Zach's dad. <laughs> Actually, that would make that'd be amazing. <laughs> Actually, isn't Shunoff dead by the end of the week? No, no. Uh, he's fast. Okay, good. Hopefully, nobody dies. Besides the guy in the theater, nobody dies. <laughs> nobody dies. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's other people that died. There had to be. I mean, yeah, one guy gets like a back cracked over his face, I'm and sure someone gets shot. We'll talk about that later. Well, let's go. Uh, let's go. It's okay. basically so the movie theater showman shows up. Yeah, asks who's the baddest. Blah blah blah. They were just sitting there like a schmuck mm-hmm. <laughs> eating his popcorn with fucking chopsticks. How did you do? And so he gets up like in the middle of the ruckus. You'd think, okay, he's the hero. He'll stop this. Sure, mm-hmm. it'll be a five minute movie. Yeah, but just walks away after Duke is his next night. Like <laughs> yeah. nothing wrong. Yep. And you can actually see him, like, sure enough looks for him and sees him just fucking walking by, like, mm-hmm. nothing's going on. Like, that man did not just dot his death rattle did not just come out of him a second ago. So. All right. Then, surprisingly, a subplot to this. Oh, okay. A uh, 1A and 1B. You know, way down. <laughs> yeah. You go one, like, D. Way <laughs> down. It's 1A and D. Way down in quality. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie Arcadian. Looked at it because I couldn't remember his name. Yep. <laughs> um, send his uh, henchman, one of them named Rock. Yeah. Rocko Rock. Rocko Rock. Took Public it, enemy. Took his name before the Rock. Uh-huh. Or Arn. 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 Ollie Anderson. Mm-hmm. Not Arn. And. Uh, Easy enforcer. Mm-hmm. To steal uh, Laura Charles. Mm-hmm. She's running like a TRL type of thing, but more dancing in between instead of kids screaming. Oh. You mean, and, like, you mean like Soul Train? Yeah. It's exactly like Soul Train. Well, they can't call it that. <laughs> Actually, they could have, technically, because no. Yeah, the producer owned Soul Train. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to confuse everybody. Carry on. Um, she <laughs> kidnaps Carson Daly. Yeah. Yeah, I wish. Because <laughs> um, he wants his. I want to say girlfriend. It's kind of like how, remember, Dumb Dallas Page used to treat Kimberly Page? Yeah. Like that. Like that kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Before she won the lottery, or won bingo, bingo and he was homeless. $11.2 million. Yeah. You know the benefactor to DDP was supposed to be uh, Teddy Biasi? Yeah. So they fucked that up. Good thing we're go- not going on tangents. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, um, uh, this movie t- does have the first <laughs> plot, as I remember. Yeah, it's got to stretch. Yeah. Because um, he wants his girlfriend's video... Which, if you haven't seen it, by all means, look it up on YouTube, then delete your search history. <laughs> yes. um, she says no, surprisingly. Yeah. And the girlfriend is basically, from what I've read, basically an analog Cindy of Cindy Lauper. Because it, it sounds pretty exactly much like her. Cindy Lauper. Yeah, it's pretty much Cindy Lauper. And it's it's poking fun at like how Cindy Lauper became such a thing with Cause her not much her boyfriend talent. stole. Yes. <laughs> Or kidnapped. <laughs> David Wolf <laughs> held someone hostage. Well, no, they didn't hold him hostage. Yeah. Well, later. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad this is spoiler free. Yeah. Yeah. You've never gone over the whole plot. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Leroy just happened to be wandering down the street at 10 o'clock and at night in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Yeah. And sees Rock, dare I say, the second greatest villain in this movie. Yep. <laughs> or a good guy, depending on how you look at it. He's yeah. just doing his He's job. Doing his which job. Is rare nowadays. He's man making cash. We never actually seem to get paid. Well, we assume. <laughs> Give me community service. Checks in the mail. Yeah. Uh, sees him uh, trying to kidnap Laura. And um, he saves her, obviously, because 
if he got shot in a really short movie. But I want to point out again that some dude just goes neck snapped, not three feet from I, him, I, he, and he, he just walked away with nah. I, I feel like at one point he kicks a guy's head through a, through a car window. Yeah. So there might be two casualties, <laughs> yes. depending how he landed. <laughs> depending how he turned his head yeah. before he hit. Um, I feel like the window wasn't gimmicked. I feel like it wasn't trigger lock. <laughs> no, they, he just happened to walk up. Like he didn't. Like, he re- this is the point he realized this is a movie. Like after he kicked the dude's head in the window. <laughs> oh shit! So they just filmed pl- stuff around the murder. Yeah, <laughs> make it seem like a movie. All right. Um. So he finally remembers. Hey, I'm supposed to find some dumb guy. <laughs> yep. So he poses as a pizza man. Uh, very convincing. Yeah. Because the guys don't buy it. <laughs> So he just boots the door down. As you do. Uh, turns out it's a fortune cookie machine. It yeah. prints out fortune cookies. Oh, yeah. uh, the little uh, papers inside. Yeah. Then um, he's very upset. We're talking about first place, right? Yeah, not the cookie machine. Okay. Because <laughs> it's not. Is this, <laughs> it's a not feeling. is this a sentient cookie machine? Is this part yeah. of Skynet? Well, yeah, they didn't pan out all the way. On the top it said Skynet Industries. <laughs> Skynet fortune cookie machine. And robots. And robots. And um, <laughs> LLC. It's actually a federally traded company. Yeah. Um, anywho. Uh, so he goes back to his master that I don't know the name of. Something else. No, that's the Fortune Cookie Machine. And he's like, hey, you told me he was, like, I saw I was going to find the glow. Man, in typical movie fashion. I said, the answers are, are inside you all along. And, like, I thought he was going to do, like, a... Like a punch, like one of those quick little like death pokes to the chest, but sadly it's like it's in your heart. Mm-hmm. Well, like, was... Kind of ruin the movie. And every time you say the glow, mm-hmm. I keep, keep confusing it with Soul Glow from Coming to America. Oh, the hair product? <laughs> yeah, the hair product from Coming to America. Just because when I think like you've got the glow, I'm just thinking it's the <laughs> fucking Jerry Curl from like dripping shit everywhere. I think when a cosplay as Louis Anderson. Yeah. From that movie. He was one of my favorite parts of the movie, too. That was the only time I ever found him funny. Yeah, you're terrible in Family Feud. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Eddie Arcadian's girlfriend decides, you know what? I don't really want anybody to get hurt. So She I'm, decides that now, after... After he tried to kidnap her. And leaves. And this angers um, Eddie. Well, he still goes along with it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Spent all his money on the video, might as well. Yeah, figured it. Um, kidnaps her. This is out of sequence because I just remember this, but yeah. And then Leroy come here and blah blah blah. Goes to the Seventh Heaven Club. Did for one, which is the final show, which is the Soul Train TRL set. Yeah, which is I don't know who's funding this. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, it's> <laughs> well, really. Elaborate. But also, like you think if if she's funding it how is she getting like a broadcasting package out of this like she she's oh she's not paying for a dime that's what i'm saying like okay you, you kidnap the host who has legitimately almost no control over something like this she's not yeah. picking the fucking music she's like underneath the person that pushes play on the video exactly and then show enough wants to confront leroy finally mm-hmm. so he goes to his parents pizza shop as you do um, long story short. This movie's all over the fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going in sequence. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's not, I feel. It doesn't make sense anyway. Then, um, he breaks the front window. Actually, he didn't. His henchman did, so he's yeah. free and clear on this. Yeah. Like the, the Charles Manson thing. <laughs> Except for the duty killed. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying he's clear on everything. Yeah. Um, stuff's um, Leroy's Michael Jackson, like Jackson Good Five brother. fucking yeah. brother in the trash can. Angers his whole family. So now Leroy finally decides, okay, he he killed somebody, but you dump my brother in a trash can and destroy my father's window, it's on. Yeah. So about 30 more minutes goes by. <laughs> Movie <Yeah>. time. <laughs> stuff stuff happens. To I think that's this. when uh, Eddie kidnaps Laura. <laughs> yes. Or Laurel, I don't remember. Yeah, it's Laura. Laura. I think. Yeah, Laura. And then... Oh, also, Shonuff shows up to... Um, it's not uh, Leroy's dojo. It's whoever's master dojo is, basically. I don't think it's that. Like, like his dojo looks like an old Where he's teaching all the kids and things? Yeah. Okay. No. But um, At the local YMCA. At the local YMCA. <laughs> to speed up a little bit. So basically, we're going to cut to... They're at the studio. I don't know if you remember this part, but there's a part where... He, it's Remember Mortal Kombat, where... Luke Kang's fighting the dragon thing, and like all these different warriors pop up and fight Luke Kang. Kind of the same thing happens to Bruce Leroy, like yeah. a biker, a fucking like soldier dude, well, like, like typical a Viking movie. dude, yeah. like all this fucking shit, and he beats their asses. Well, in this... typical Bruce Lee fashion, they wait their turn. As, <laughs> as you do, it's only, don't be rude. It literally takes like the big guy like putting him in bear hug, then everybody decides to jump in. The guy, uh, there, there's a big. Not even like big, fucking strong looking dude. Big doof. Kind of looks like one man gang in a diaper. Yeah, a shorter, fatter, balder one man gang. <laughs> and basically, he tries nunchucks on him. He catches him and then bites him. the chunk on him and breaks him. Which yeah, that's pretty cool. And then picks him up and awkwardly scoop slams him because it neither of them know how to do it correctly. Or power slam, as Michael Cole calls it sometimes. Yeah. You know. And then the one guy starts chaining the shit. Yeah. And then a bunch of children run in. Yeah. And There's some teenagers. Start, yeah, but it's mostly oh. mostly children. I'm going to say the hero of this movie, mm-hmm. Johnny, yeah. leads, the, leads the storm. Yeah, because he was the one that was kind of like not You need a fight shown like, But he, he was confident in everybody else's abilities. Yeah. <laughs> as a true hero is. He knocks out one or two guys, and then it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. And then gets the piss kicked yeah. out of him, because that's what you do. And a young, uh, former, a uh, young future star of Surf Ninjas, Eddie Reyes Jr. Yes. And what was again? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, yeah, he was. So I, I can't remember what he was. Either. I can't remember his name. He was the pizza guy. He was the pizza guy, yes. The integral part of... That's where he got the idea from when he was Peak Sky, because yeah. Leroy was Peak Sky. Peak Sky yeah. Yeah. I just discovered a TV show, which I'm going to have to watch more of. It's called Sidekicks. I was telling you about this earlier. Um, Eddie Reyes Jr. and the older brother from The Wonder Years are in it, and I'm going to have to watch it, because I just want to know... I wonder how many how episodes... How this goes. How this goes, and then I'm going to have to make everyone else watch it, because it's, this shit. you're watching this shit. I have too much um, to catch up on. Yeah. So, basically, to sum it up, then we get to the epic showdown between Shonuff and Bruce Leroy. Spoiler. Shonuff knows how to use the glow. Yes. <laughs> Shonuff has the glow, even though this is... I don't understand how this power works exactly. Like, if you like have a, light a good person... No, or, God, no. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, See how Leroy it is? <laughs> he picked, it picks such an a- evil asshole to inhabit. Thankfully, Shonuff gains power. And then the weird thing is that, okay, so Shonuff's beating the shit out of him. He starts drowning him. <laughs> violently drowning him. Yeah, like, I feel like this is one of the scenes where it wasn't actually part of the movie. <laughs> and I just <laughs> rolled it. 
Uh, you haven't played the Crash Bandicoot collection yet, right? I want to. They replaced the sound effects of Crash drowning with instead of just like a glub glub, like mm-hmm. an <laughs> like him, like a man is drowning over there. They took the clip. From this. They took the clip from this probably, but it, it was so like, oh, I feel awkward about watching this <laughs> because like this man's being drowned. Someone needs to save him. Um, so he's getting drowned, and he has a <laughs> typical eighties montage montage flashback of. Man, that girl I care about. Oh yeah, remember that time I knocked the arrow out of the air? And all this is is that clearly he's losing oxygen to his yeah. brain. And he's just gonna pass out. But no, he gets the glow, and somehow his glow was stronger than Shonuff's glow, which okay. Yeah. But we've seen Shonuff do it. But then we get the Power Rangers fight of him well, punching him in sparks and all that. Somehow Shonuff loses his glow. Yeah. Might be one of those things. I'm trying to think of the movie. Should have bought some more cell glow then. Where, <laughs> where it, as a Denzel Washington movie or a Ghost of Mars. Yeah. Where um, the evil like uh, thing just travels. Another John Carpenter movie. Yeah. All right. From full circle. <laughs> it's a full circle. Um, it goes from like person to person. Yeah. Like if that person dies, it goes on to just find somebody else. Yeah. And there's a whole army somehow. Yeah, I don't think about it. And um, maybe it went from Shonuff to Leroy. Yeah. Because it sparked, like, you know, if, like, your battery's losing power in your car. Yeah. It makes it a little, uh, like, it's trying to kick over. Yeah. But can't quite. But basically, he hulks up and defeats Shonuff. I still think he kills him. I don't remember exactly how he wins, but he basically kills him. Yeah. Then he catches a bullet in his teeth. Because that's how that works. Yeah. And that's how the they works. did tease that at the beginning of the movie, too. These, uh, Shonuff's like, I'm tired of all these Superman stories, you uh, <laughs> catching bullets in your teeth. And I'm like, wink, it's going to uh, happen later. I, I, I do wink at the movie. Later. Wink it's totally going to happen. Um, then he saves Lara, and then a really awkward moment, he goes to the dance club, and what does he say? I know it's not show me your moves, but. <laughs> <laughs> show me your moves. <laughs> show me your moves. <laughs> Uh, that, it's something along the lines of show me, show me your moves. Something like that. It's awkward, and like shit. it awkwardly just cuts out when he's saying it. Yeah, the music just shuts off because yeah. they're in the middle of this dance club. And he's trying to yell at her, but then it starts kicking up. The music shuts immediately down when something like that happens. Yeah. All right, so that was the plot of the movie, Mike. Uh, what did you think of it? Um, it's actually in my top five. Surprisingly. Uh huh. You got you got to think of my spectrum here. Uh-huh. White man can't jump. Uh-huh. Number five is Last Dragon. Okay. So obviously <laughs> two through four is just as amazing. Have to be goddamn cool. Yeah. Um, I uh, I've never liked this movie. Like I enjoy it in a <laughs> point and laugh. <laughs> okay, that's hurtful. <laughs> because it's again Big Trouble in China is my favorite movie, and therefore it's that's a martial arts movie to me. Not whatever the fuck this is, but not this soul glow shit. I liked the review on IMDb. <laughs> it is a long music video with yeah. some kung fu in the middle. Some. Um, here's a little segment we're going to have on the movies. I don't know what the video game equivalent will be because it's not an IMDb There's equivalent. There's got to be one. But this is the segment I'm calling It Came From IMDb where we're going to read out some trivia real quick that I found interesting. Um, the movie was a critical failure. Which... Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
But a reasonable, I didn't know this is called bullshit. Box office success, and it's since become a cult movie. If you go over the twenty five million dollars it made at the box office, it did make two and a half times yeah. its budget of ten million. Two so, and a half to thirty. Okay. Depending on who you ask. But it is it is a piece of shit. Okay. Um the yellow jumpsuit that Leroy wears is actually the same jumpsuit from that Bruce Lee, not Leroy, wore in Game of Death. Is it the same one? Like they dug it off his corpse? (laughs) I don't think he was buried in it. I feel like I would be. (laughs) Uh do you know who was supposed to play uh Bruce Leroy originally? Eddie Murphy. Billy Blanks. I think they made the better call. Yeah. Because the uh Leroy had a Innocence apparently off of him, which I actually do understand that. That yeah. does make sense. It would make the movie better. Fun it? fact: Speaking of Eddie Murphy, yes. Do you know who they offer the role, or some other people they offer the role to, and Beverly Hills Scott? It was Sylvester Stallone and Mickey Rourke. Oh, again, <laughs> yeah, better choice. Yeah, I'd have to say so. Here's a long one, but a good one. Under pressure from the studio, trying to cut the budget by two million dollars, director Michael Schultz and screenwriter. Louis Venosta set up all night in a hotel room rewriting the script. When Venosta fell asleep, Schultz decided to delete 40 pages from the script. I don't think he put this. It could have been longer. <laughs> when Venosta woke the next morning, the pair spent the day recreating the deleted material. I call it bullshit. They probably did cut 40 pages out and just said, fuck it, because there's not a lot to this movie, really. This could have um, won an Oscar? <laughs> yes. That was the first episode of the Super Reese Brothers Super Show. Uh, Michael, what are we talking about next time? This is going to be a bi-weekly podcast, by the way, so once every two weeks. We're going to alternate between uh, movies, video video games, games, movies, video games. And then, so next week should be, if I did my math right, (laughs) what are we talking about? Probably one of the best Super Nintendo wrestling games. I was going to say 2D. A very very high bar. (laughs) Okay, one of the best wrestling games okay. of all time. Yeah. Saturday Night Slam Masters. All right. And what do you remember about Saturday Night Slam Masters? Because I don't know too much. I didn't know how to do all the special moves. Yeah, I didn't either. It has Hagar in it, and it yeah. felt like this was a way just to get Hagar another video game, mm-hmm. and just so we had something else to, like, do. <laughs> Besides, like, okay, you're in Streets of Rage and all that, <laughs> but... Fun fact. We're going to make a video game, well, a wrestling game. We need to have somebody... Oh, shit, Hagar's a wrestler. <laughs> I guess. And Vader. And Alex Wright. You're saying... Uh, fun fact. Streets of Rage 2 mm-hmm. was voted the best soundtrack, according to some YouTube video. All right. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from, but okay. Uh, so this is the first episode. Michael, do you have anything else to say before we get out of here? Uh, no. All right. Excellent. Good night, Internet. Bye. Bye.